Hey guys, it's Timmy, and this is Wrestling Unlimited. As it's Monday, and that means we're here for the wrestling wrap up. A handful of news brought to you in one easy to watch video. It is May 9th, 2022, and we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven stories to talk about today from why Charlotte Flair is taking some time off. Roman Reigns signed a new deal. What does that mean? A little clarification on what Cody Rhodes said in the new Money in the Bank commercial. A class action lawsuit filed against AEW and more. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash PW Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can either help us out by hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can either subscribe with a tiered subscription, or you can subscribe with Amazon Prime. Because remember, if you have Amazon Prime, then you have Prime Gaming. Take those two, Amazon Prime and your Twitch account, you link them together, bada bing, bada boom, you're Prime Gaming. Prime Gaming gives you a lot of cool things like free games. Right now, one of the free games is Dead Space 2. You get free stuff for games like Grand Theft Auto Online, which you always get one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you subscribed right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. On the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out over there as well with a Super Chat or a Super Sticker donation. Remember, all Super Chats do get read live on the air. I do want to say thank you to Jack Dawson for the Super Sticker donation. Also, remember, you can head over patreon.com forward slash PWUnlimited to get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. Plus, finally, head over to the Epic Game Store if you want to support us. Head over to the Epic Game Store and buy something, more preferably buy a game. Buy a game, and then ask you, hey, do you have a creator code? You do. PWUnlimited. Put in the creator code PWUnlimited where you're buying, whether you're buying a new game, whether you're buying an old game, pre-ordering a game, or claiming the free games, we'll ask you for a code. Also, if you're playing Pocket League or Fortnite on your PlayStation, Xbox, or Nintendo Switch, it'll tell you, it'll ask you for a code there as well. You got that code. It's PWUnlimited. We greatly appreciate all the people that have, that have used our code with Epic Games thus far. Really, really, really helping us out here. But with that, we've got number of topics to talk about so let's jump into our first story that does have to do with charlotte flair and her dropping the title last night at wrestlemania backlash because we learned last night that charlotte flair will be taking some time off but now we know exactly why charlotte flair is actually going to take some time off here upcoming rather soon if not immediately so initially last night Fightful reported that the whole Charlotte having a broken arm was a storyline. She was taking some time off, but they didn't know, the report didn't know when she was taking the time off and how long she would take the time off for. Well, Dave Meltzer gave some more clarification on last night's Wrestling Observer Radio, stating, It's an angle to write her off to get married. I don't know exactly how long she's going to be out, but it's a wedding and a honeymoon and all that. Flair did reveal in a recent interview with Ariel Hawani that she will be getting married to Andrade El Idolo this summer. So 
so we don't know exactly what that means. Like what, summer to me is not what June. Summer don't start till June, and then in my opinion. But for all we know, maybe she wants time before the wedding to plan the wedding, get everything in order. I guess you can say so. We don't know exactly how long she's going to be gone. If this whole thing is starting immediately as far as her leave of absence and her break. So we'll see how it goes. Um, when asked in that interview about the wedding, she said, we have a date. It's summer in Mexico. I have my dress. When asked if she would be taking time off away from WWE, she said, who knows? But we now know that she will be taking some time away from WWE again for the wedding upcoming with Andrade El Idolo. She says it's the summer in Mexico. Keeping in line with more talks of females in pro wrestling, we got an update on Mia Yim signing with Impact Wrestling. This past Sunday or Saturday night was the Under Siege event for Impact Wrestling. We saw Mia Yim make her big return to the company. She ran off um, Deanna Perrazzo, making the safer tie of Valkyrie. Fightful then reported that this was not like a one-off deal or anything, but that Yim had signed a new deal with Impact Wrestling. Fightful has since come back with an update on this, stating, quote, In an update on this story, we've learned that Mia Yim's deal is a short one as of now, with it being a six-month contract. This, this carries her through Bound for Glory. We're told the two sides are opposed to doing something, aren't opposed to doing something to extend it. So as of right now, Mia Yim is back with Impact Wrestling as Mia Yim, you can keep that in mind, she's Mia Yim. Not Jade. Because remember, before in Impact, she was Jade. When she's back as Mia Yim, very, very cool. But with that, it's unclear if they are going to extend that deal past six months. But as of this report from Fightful, there's only a deal to, uh, to keep her in the company through Bound for Glory, which would be like October time. As we move forward, got some interesting information that came out over the last couple of days pertaining to All Elite Wrestling and a class action lawsuit has been filed against the company. A class action lawsuit has been filed against All Elite Wrestling for allegedly violating the Americans with Disabilities Act. The plaintiff is claiming that AEW's website shopaew.com is not accessible to visually impaired people. A similar lawsuit was filed against WWE and their wweshop.com back in 2020, but was short, was re resolved shortly after. Brandon Thurston reported the following initially stating, A plaintiff has filed a class action, a class action complaint against All Elite Wrestling LLC for allegedly violating the Americans with Disabilities Act claiming Shop AEW isn't accessible to visually impaired people. A similar complaint, blah, 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 was filed by w to WWE. We have some of the information as far as the lawsuit itself. It says, quote, and I'm not going to read the plaintiff's name or anything, but it says, plaintiff brings this class action, brings this class action both on an individual basis and on behalf of others similarly, similarly, similarly situated for declaratory relief injunctive relief and compensatory re damages including statutory and punitive damages 
against a defendant named herein and alleges based upon the personal knowledge of plaintiff investigation of consul and upon information a belief as followed plaintiff is visually impaired and legally blind blind person who brings the civil rights class action against defendant all elite wrestling llc for its uh, failure to design construct maintain and operate its website to be fully accessible to and independently usable by plaintiff and other blind or visually impaired people who use screen reading software plaintiff asserts this action individually and on behalf of all other visually impaired and slash or legal blind individuals in the united states who have attempted to access defendant's website and have been denied access to the equal enjoyment of goods and or services offered on the website during the past three years from the date of the filing of complaint in april 2022 plaintiff browsed the attempted browsed and attempted to transact business on defendant's website www.shopaew.com the main reason plaintiff visited the website was to enter ollie i don't even know what that word is enter a lie purchase products goods and services the website seller slash sells slash offers apparel accessories and merchandise related to the sport of wrestling the website had has the following accessibility issues and that's where brandon thurston cuts it off we don't have any more with that um i think we have one more tweet here from him oh i got it i got it okay the full thing um here Um, here we go. So the following issues. Where was it? Um, why is this not one? The load forming. Give me one quick second, guys. Um, not wanting to load now, but. Here we go. I think I found the right thing now. Okay, so Brandon Thurston does go on to state that the person that filed this suit actually has made multiple other suits similar to this against other companies as well as far as their, quote, website not being viewable. According to, let's see, we have another tweet here from WrestleTalk. They state, um, the plaintiff has filed more than 50 lawsuits since February, being represented by a firm who has filed more than 1,500 similar claims. Well, that's wild right there. They're trying to say, oh, and, and, and I get it to an extent. I mean, I don't think anything's going to come of this, but I thought this was a very interesting story that, you know, someone's suing AEW because their website's not fully... What's the word I'm looking for? Accessible. But it's like, okay, what are they supposed to do? I get what you want them to do, but do they have to do that? If you know what I'm saying. I, I yeah, I thought this was interesting. More funny than interesting. Not funny in the way of, you know, everyone should be able to access the same kind of content equally or as equally as possible. But it's like, it's funny in the realm of, She's filed 50 of these similar, very similar lawsuits since February. That's like two months ago. 
three months ago. So it's like, come on. Come on, lady. What are you really trying to do here? Make a difference or win some sort of a lawsuit and get some money? You know what I mean? That's, that's the whole thing. It's like, this is so ridiculous. It's like, she's filed 50 of these lawsuits. And then she's being represented by a firm that has filed 1,500 different lawsuits like this. All going after websites, claiming that they're not accessible to all with disabilities. What the hell? But as we do move forward, we got some, I guess you could say, unfortunate news for some of them fans that are still out there creating content for WWE 2K19, or maybe even WWE 2K20. <clears throat> so uh, the WWE Games Twitter account actually sent out a tweet this morning at 8 a.m. stating, quote, Attention WWE 2K community. On June 30th, 2022, we will sunset support for WWE 2K19 and WWE 2K22 servers. Or 2K20 servers. Correct, correct that. Let me read that again. We will sunset support for WWE 2K19 and WWE 2K20 servers. Not 22. I read that wrong. This includes all online functions, such as online matches and community creation. We are turning our full focus towards supporting WWE 2K22. Thanks for your continued support. Now, some of you may go, well, why is this a story? Why is this news? 2K22 is out. Yeah, but there is still a full community that creates content through 2K19. I think it is Achievement Hunter does a, I guess you could say like wrestling promotion on their YouTube where they cut real promos and then WWE 2K19 actually simulates the matches and stuff for them. And they, they utilize community creations a lot with updating characters and creating models and sending back and forth and going, okay, here's my wrestler. Oh, I want to update something. I'm going to do this, upload it to 2K19, and then you can redownload it and this and that. So it's like there are still people, even though 2K22 is out there, utilizing 2K19 because they started their content creation stuff with 19 and just didn't, you know, wanted to keep it all there and not have to start over. So that's why I did bring this story. Just in case there are anybody that is still out there creating content on 2K19, they know, hey, you got a little over a month and a half. But as we move forward, I do want to talk about the sponsor of this video. And that would be 630 Bicycle Company. Every kid loves riding a bike. And, and that love grew into a longtime passion at 630. In the early 2000s, we were swept up in the Southern California beach culture and found the cruiser bicycle an integral part of that lifestyle. Nothing in the world seems to matter when we're on our bikes, cruising along the beach, enjoying the sand and the sun. We smiled more, laughed more, enjoyed more. We wanted to bring innovative and refresh, an innovative and refreshed look to the bicycle bicycle companies and designs of the past. So 630 Bicycle Company was born. 630 Bicycle Company is at the forefront of producing stylish and highly functional cruiser bicycles that are comfortable, durable, and reliable, and all within a very reasonable price range. Whether it's standard or electric, we're confident at 630 Bikes, a 630 bike will fit your perfect need. 
looking to get a standard or electric bike will look no further. 630 is here to help you pick the right bike for you. Use our link in the chat or the description below, and you will be supporting us here at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. Remember, use our link, pwunlimited.co forward slash 630. Spell it all out, pwunlimited.co forward slash S-I-X-T-H-E-T-H-R-E-E-Z-E-R-O. And you will be supporting us right here at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. When you head over there, check out the cool bikes they have and hopefully buy one from them. Again, that is 630 Bicycle Company. Here, turn the cruiser bike into something of the future. So as we move forward, we do have an update on a story we recently spoke about pertaining to Pat Buck. Pat Buck was a producer within WWE, but I guess you could say quit right after WrestleMania. Basically agented the main event between Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns, then left, and then went and worked for AEW. Well, he worked for his own promotion this weekend, WrestlePro, wrestling a match, returning for the first time in a long time, and took on Joey Janela and spoke about his future after that match actually took place as Pat Buck. This one's going to be a little bit of a long one, so strap in, guys. Pat Buck stated the following. Sometimes I make great decisions. Sometimes I make really bad decisions. I pay the bills. I hope it stays on. Thank you, Fight TV. Wait with me for a minute, if you don't mind. Let's talk about a bad decision. A bad decision is trying to keep up with the workhorse after not having a match in three years. I've seen you, Joey Janela, grow from a 15-year-old boy to what you are now. You are so incredibly gifted. I doubted you in the beginning because of your unorthodox style, because I'm more professional, classically trained athlete, but you, my friend, are so good or you, my friend, are as good as anybody in this business, and don't let anybody tell you you're not. Three years ago in this, in this very arena, which is also my school, I said goodbye to you for a major opportunity, and I was blessed to be with WWE for three years as a producer, as an agent, helping mobilize the talent, being, part of mo- being a part of moments I'd never be part of. But I miss this school too much, and... I miss two of my families. My first one, my darling wife, Lauren. She's here, I think, with the baby. Hey, hey, Harry boy, look. It was a tremendous experience. We were on the road five, six days a week. Sometimes you got to put your priorities ahead of your loves, and that's my major love right there. But my second family, my second family is the family that you guys are all part of. And that's the WrestlePro family. That's the Creator Pro family. That's the independent wrestling family. And I'm blessed to be part of an even better opportunity by a place that respects and shows appreciation. And that's AEW for this family. You can say hi to Tony Khan. I hope he's watching. Thanks, Tony. Hey, look, look, look. I know you're like, hey, he's kissing butt, but that's the real deal. How awesome is it that it starts? uh, How awesome is it that stars that wrestle and sweated here in what they call a rec center, what they call the minor leagues, are getting chances to fill national arenas and show what they can do because they're good at this sport of professional wrestling. That's the company that I want to be part of, and I'm going to do everything in my power to make sure that independent wrestling is represented to the proper ability. I know there's a lot of options tonight to see other shows, and I thank you for being here with me 
and I hope you're back every time we run. And I want to thank someone who kept this boat afloat the entire three years I was gone. That was KM Kevin Matthews. Hey, look, it's late. I know many of you got to catch the train here. There's one more, I think, going back to Penn Station. And I just want to tell you, all of you, it's an honor to compete tonight in front of you, even though I need the oxygen tank right now. Thank you for being there for me. I love you. I'll see you all soon. Good night. So I don't know exactly if this has to do with some of the rumors I heard over the last couple of weeks that, you know, he was not happy with what a WWE was doing as far as not wanting to look at independent wrestling anymore and only want to go and find collegiate athletes that they can train and mold into what they wanted a pro wrestler to be. That was one thing that I heard that when all that kind of stuff came out where, oh, we're not looking at indie guys anymore. We want athletes from college that we can mold and this and that. It kind of rubbed him the wrong way because of what he is, where he came from, and what he does. In AEW, they do, they do look at real athletes as well. Look at Anthony Agogo. Well, not, I take that back. Pro wrestlers are real athletes. They look at non-indie athletes, not independent wrestling athletes. They look at guys from other sports as well, like Satnam Singh and Anthony Agogo. They both came from the world of boxing and basketball. And so maybe he wants to be with a company that not only wants to focus on other sport athletes, but also professional wrestlers that work for opportunities like this. So, hey, cool for Bat Buck to seeing what really, you know, what's the word I'm looking for, matters to him in the world of professional wrestling and what he wants to promote and be part of. So cool. More power to you. Speaking of getting opportunities, one of the biggest opportunities in WWE is to win money in the bank, guaranteed a contract, get a shot at a WWE or Universal Championship match. And well, WWE had an interesting line in their latest WrestleMania or in their in, at WrestleMania Backlash in their latest Money in the Bank commercial that confused some. But I want to clarify what I think, and this is just me spitballing what I think this actually means. WWE last night aired a new commercial for Money in the Bank with Cody Rhodes inside Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas, Nevada. Cody stated in the commercial, quote, One lucky male and female superstar will win the chance to main event WrestleMania. And here's what I think this means. It doesn't mean that if you win uh, Money in the Bank, you automatically are in the main event of WrestleMania. That's not what Cody was saying here. That's not what this commercial was saying. It was implying... That if you win money in the bank, you have the opportunity to cash in before WrestleMania, win the belt, hold the belt till WrestleMania, and possibly be in one of those main event matches. That is what they meant there. This was not WWE changing the stipulation of what winning money in the bank means. It does not now mean you're guaranteed a spot in the main event of WrestleMania, like winning the Royal Rumble. It means that you have opportunities to get yourself to that main event of WrestleMania, quote-unquote, easier than others in the company that don't win money in the bank. Again, this means, A, you can cash in before WrestleMania. B, you can successfully cash in. And C, hopefully, re um, retain that title till Mania, successfully defend it, and bada-bing, bada-boom, still be the champion once that show does come. That's what it meant 
I want to clarify that. I got a lot of messages. People going, they've changed money in the bank. They changed money in the bank. You don't know how many messages I got last night about this. And I'm just like, no, they didn't. They've literally said this before, that winning money in the bank could put you in the main event of WrestleMania. Like, that's what it means. Could, emphasis on the word could, if you cash in before Mania and if you still hold on to the title till Mania. Speaking of holding on to the title, speaking of main event in WrestleMania, couldn't end this without talking about Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns this year at WrestleMania defeated Brock Lesnar to become the WWE undisputed universal heavyweight champion. He's got both belts, the WWE title and the universal title. Roman Reigns cut a promo this past weekend in Trenton, New Jersey, basically saying that he's getting ready to start a new phase that may never be here in Trenton again. Many thought that maybe he was going to take a break, take time off, go film a movie, do something here, there, whatnot. Well, it's none of that. It's that Roman has signed a new contract. Now, Roman's comments actually led to a lot of speculation that Dave Meltzer cleared up last night on Wrestling Observer Radio, stating, quote, it's not it for him, but the situation is that he got a new deal, and the new deal is for less dates. I don't know how many house shows he's going to be doing, but it will be much less than the number he's doing now. It's one of the perks of being there for a while and being valuable there is you can kind kind of call certain shots, and he's got the power to maintain the championship and work fewer dates like Lesnar and Hogan used to have. So... He's going to be a new phase in his life. He's got young kids and everything like that. You know, he's in his mid to late 30s, probably wants to preserve his body a little bit more. So with that, Roman Reigns reportedly has signed a new contract with WWE and will be working less dates. I assume he will be at most television, but it's the house shows that he's going to be working less of. We see this all the time. Miz has a deal like this where he works less house shows. Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson had a deal like this before he left WWE where he works less house shows, kind of. I know what Bryan, his was, he got to pick and choose. They said, okay, you got this many dates, you get to pick and choose what shows you go to, as far as house shows do go. So that's very cool that Roman Reigns has signed a new deal. Don't know any other details of the deal, whether how long the deal is. I assume he's getting more money in this deal because I believe the last time Roman Reigns signed a deal was in 2020. So if Roman Reigns signed a deal in 2020, that would have been a three-year contract. Because right now, WWE is trying to, anybody with their contract coming up within a year, they're coming at them. Hey, hey, we got a year. Let's, let's work on this. What do you want? What do we want? What can we do? What can we come up with? Bada bing, bada boom. So it looks like maybe a year out or so, they came to Roman, they started negotiating, and this is what we're left with. Still Roman Reigns, in WWE, not going anywhere, but working less house shows. Will this affect the house show business? I don't know. Because if, say, WWE is coming on a Saturday night to your hometown, and the one guy you want to see is Roman Reigns, but either A, he's not advertised, and you go, what the hell? I'm not now going, or that could, that could hurt the bottom line. But at the same time, you could also be disappointed in the fact of, you know, you went to the house show, Roman's not there. You didn't know, you already paid for your ticket, you're there, blah, blah, blah. So it's like, 
Well, with Roman being the top draw in the company right now, him and I would say him and Cody Rhodes, could Roman working less house shows affect how many people want to go to house shows? I don't think it'll be that significant, but it is something to look at over the next six months to a year, whenever this actually, I guess you can say, does go into effect. So Roman Reigns got a new deal, calling his own shot, working less dates. But with that, guys, that's all I got for the wrestling wrap-up. Usually I give you a Raw or SmackDown review, but we ain't got nothing. We don't know anything pertaining to tonight's Monday Night Raw. I can look really fast to see if anything new has been announced. Let's go to WWE's Twitter. And as far as Monday Night Raw goes, ooh, we did get some news. Okay, uh, Miz and Mrs. back on June 6th with new episodes. Double episode premiere on June 6th. Well, that's really cool because I enjoy Miz and Mrs. But as far as Monday Night Raw goes tonight, nothing. Nothing has thus far been announced. Let's check their website really fast. Go to WWE.com. Let's click Monday Night Raw. Nope. Nothing new there as well. So we'll have to wait and see if anything does get announced throughout the day for tonight's WWE Monday Night Raw on the USA Network. So with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited. YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited. And Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. We'll be live again tonight following Monday Night Raw. Wrapping up, recapping, and reviewing that entire show. Um, I do see a comment here from Nicola Jurikin. Did he work less house shows? Well, Roman Reigns in 2020, in 2022, has been just about every weekend house show this year. So he's working every weekend. He's working Friday, Saturday, Sundays. So now maybe he's only going to work Fridays. Maybe he's only going to work Friday, Saturday. Maybe he's going to take... One weekend a month off. Maybe he's going to work one weekend a month. We don't know the the actual number. But he's basically been working almost for this year every weekend house show. He's been working the, the loop Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So we'll see what this means for Roman going forward as far as how many dates he does work. But with that, guys, I want to say thank you for joining me here. I'll see you guys back tonight for Monday Night Raw. Have a good one, guys.